Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From the podcast Bunker in Meltdown Comics, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden. Welcome to Two Packs a Week, the trading card comedy show. Every week, I open up packs of weird, retro, deep space probing trading cards with a funny friend. And this week, we have with us a very funny actress. You may have seen her on The Key and Peel, on Parks and Recreation, and Weeds, ladies and gentlemen, Lara Ingram. Lara, how you doing? I'm great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are a fan of Buck Rogers, the old show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about you loving Buck Rogers back in the day. Well, you know, I thought it was a hunk, <laughs> Gil Gerard, and it's just my type. You know, even as a young girl, I knew brown space hair, ex- brown eyes, space explorer. Yeah. <laughs> this was what was for me. <laughs> and I also wanted to wear those satin pants that Wilma wore. <laughs> Wilma Deering, played by Aaron Gray. I feel like satin was, for a time, like the fabric of the future. You would see in a lot of sci-fi TV shows, especially at the outfits, because it's so reflective. And Oh, yeah, it was spacey. Yeah. It was reflective. It was all over. She had bodysuits, I think, satin. I <laughs> would not have wanted to act in that, but I was appreciative that she did. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. It doesn't breathe as well. Oh, God, to be. <laughs> <laughs> and those bright lights, those no. bright studio lights wearing satin outfit. No. Oh, to be a nose <laughs> of a crew member on that scene. Well, today we're going to travel to Buck Rogers land via trading cards. We have two packs here with us today. We have from Don Russ, Magnum P.I. bubblegum <gasps> cards from 1983. Mm. Eight full-color cards and one stick of gum. Magnum's rocking the stash here. You know His what? His classic stash with the car. Ferrari. The Ferrari in full revving mode here. And then we also have from Topps, 1979, Buck Rogers. <laughs> Ten TV photo cards, one sticker, and one stick of bubble gum. And here we've got your hunk here, Gil, right oh. at the front. And get a little robot action here. Tweaky. Tweaky, thank you. You're going to have to help me here a little bit. <laughs> I think you might know a little bit more about Buck Rogers than I do. What is Gil's companion here? That's Wilma. Wilma. Oh, that mm-hmm. is Wilma. That, that is, is Wilma. Wilma. Oh, yeah, she's looking good. Wilma's, Hot stuff. Yeah, Wilma's doing it right. Well, guest always gets to pick first. I think I may know the answer, but would you like Magnum P.I. or a Buck Rogers cards. Well, both gentlemen are my type, brown hair and the brown eyes, and I did love both shows, but my heart belongs to Gil. I'm going to go Buck Rogers. I'm going to pass this over to you. Slide that over. Wow. And I'll open this one first. This is Magnum P.I., so get ready, detectives. We're going to investigate this pack of trading cards. Pack one. And we've got an ad for Super Bubble in the back. 
blows larger bubbles. That was for a time, because when you're selling bubble gum to kids, I remember the bubble size was critical, much more so than the taste. Or as an adult now, you know, this gum has dental health benefits. But back in the day, it was, can you blow a bubble large enough so that it pops and gets stuck in your hair and you have to oh, put yeah. peanut butter in it to get it out? All over. You had contests. <laughs> you know, you wanted to blow the biggest bubble. I always did, but wow. I never did. Oh. I think the, I think the women were more inclined to doing it, personally, in my neighborhood anyway. I think gum chewing was more popular among the ladies. Yeah. All right, let's open up oh, these Oh, God, guns. the sounds. Yeah, I know, mm. right? The anticipation. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a phenomenon we've noticed with some of the gum. <laughs> So as you can see, this is brown spotting, probably moss or uh, bacteria or some gross thing on this. Yeah. We'll just put this if in the keep contamination. That on your side of the table, that'd <laughs> we'll, be great. We'll put this in the contamination chamber, <laughs> meaning the garbage. <laughs> and then, as you can see, it completely ruined one of these cards here. Better or, not be Gil. Not Gil. That's this right. Is, or Magnum, Magum. but yeah, this definitely got all over a Burr Reynolds oh, here. Oh no. Burt Reynolds, right? Tom, Tom Selleck. Okay, good. I knew we'd get it right eventually. Same stash. Yeah, they're stash brothers. And it was the from same a era. Sim oh. Similar era, similar stash, similar time, similar guys. I don't know. It's hard. Uh, a pimp. I will kick us off here. This is Tom Selleck as Magnum P.I., and he appears to be running in his backyard wearing swim trunks or in somebody's backyard. You can see a fence in the background, but it looks like <laughs> trees and it looks just like a lawn. He's just running on someone's lawn. Maybe he's about to go on a slip and slide or something like that. Yeah, I don't know if he's starting his jogging workout. Is he mid-workout and then sees the criminal right. that or he needs to chase? <laughs> he's, that'd be fun. Just, I need to get my mind off the case. And he's just like <laughs> running around and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the, the case. I should get my mind back on the case. On the back, I kind of love this drawing. So it's a red line art illustrations of Magnum P.I. leaning against a palm tree, some hot ladies with bikinis smiling, him driving his Ferrari, him punching a dude, and then him just smiling at you. It's just this <laughs> nice, fun tableau of all things Magnum. Yeah, that's basically a day in the life <laughs> of Magnum. From left to right, it's literally his entire day. <laughs> he starts his day by leaning against a palm tree, <laughs> hangs out with the ladies, mm -hmm. takes a drive over to punch a guy, <laughs> and then spends the rest of the evening staring into space. <laughs> Satisfied with himself. Satisfied with himself, that's right. And there's a quote on the back. Before we get started on our next case, I want you to jog four times around the house, said Higgins. We must stay fit. So yeah, he is jogging. Wow. He's got to keep in shape to be ready for this one. It's going to be a lot of running. Yeah, I didn't realize that Higgins was his trainer. As well <laughs> as being the house manager of that estate where he lived. But he's, he's like giving him orders. He's all things. Maybe this is an episode where he just gives Higgins full power over his Ooh, life. Oh, yeah. Maybe he won a bet. Yeah. He seems like the kind he's of guy. He's a betting guy. Yeah, he's a betting guy. Be like, ah, if you win, you get to boss me around. And oh. if I win, you get to continue doing whatever I say. Yeah. For less money? I don't know. 
Yeah, take a pay cut, Higgins. Be a chum, Higgins. Yeah, be a chum. He's a little holier than thou sometimes, that Higgins, but I liked him. What's okay. a, what do you got here? What's your first card? My first card is Magnum, star of the show. He is wearing a baseball cap. It looks like he's in some sort of vehicle of transport. Maybe a plane? I can't really tell. He's okay. wearing a headset with a mic, so he's on some sort of mission, but maybe it's after happy hour because his eyes are a little... <laughs> Happy. Oh, it's even maybe a little, have a little bit of the Jeff Magnum Burp, sauce. What do you think about that? Take a look. Oh, yeah. Smug, self-satisfied, drunk, that Magnum yeah, P.I. I think he had moment. one too many Mai Tais this day. <laughs> well, it's number 50, but on the back, it's just ag. Oh, yeah, it's Agne. So this is part of a puzzle piece. <laughs> We're meant to collect lots of these trading cards in order to get the full picture. Presumably, it's the middle of the word Magnum, but it'd be funny if it said anything else. That would be great. <laughs> we've never successfully collected, because we only get one pack of every card, so we've oh, never successfully collected right. a full puzzle on any of these shows. So. Well, hey, I might want to. Oh, well, on eBay, you can get these <laughs> cards. These are about $4 a pack, ooh, so I know. Ooh, that's... Bank buck. Yeah, that's Bank a little here. above my limit. Well, I like this one. This is a shot of Tom Selleck, and he is jumping off a boat. I guess it must be in Hawaii. It has some language on it. Koe, Kanoe. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's jumping off what looks like maybe a houseboat, and he's going to dive <gasps> into the sea here. Oh, I like that. I mean, the running was some action, but this is a stunt. This is probably the best card. If you're a Magnum PI fan, this is the card that you probably wanted. And on the back, it says, wouldn't you know, TC dropped me off onto a boat just as it pulled away. In the water I went, head first. I managed to get out, and I ran down the dock to the outlaw's hideout. So this is Magnum P.I. telling you, the child who purchased this trading card, all about his stunt. I like that, yeah, actually. I he's like... including you in the activities. <laughs> in his adventure. I feel closer to him already. Let me ask, there's a mention of TC, and we've heard about Higgins. Any of your cards feature any character other than Magnum P.I.? I have a Higgins card right here. You've got a Higgins yeah. card. I love it. Let's dive right into that Higgins card. Well, I think he had some sort of accent, because he was Higgins, you know. <laughs> and he's got an expression as he's looking down his nose. Oh, dog. Can't believe you did that, Magnum. <laughs> Doesn't open his mouth much. I like that this is a low-angle shot of Higgins with his thin mustache and willowy hair. The power is with Higgins here, oh, clearly. Oh, the power is with Higgins. And he was some sort of international man of mystery, I think. You know, there was a lot of money there. Right. It was kind of vague. <laughs> you know, maybe who he was, really. But he might have been in the mastermind. He was definitely the money behind. I mean, that was not Magnum's Ferrari. No. No, no, no. no. That no, is no, a no. Higgins That's, joint. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I've got a quote. Ooh. Magnum, he said, just because it's the weekend doesn't mean that we are supposed to stop fighting crime. Get yourself <laughs> over here fast. We've got some important business. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> now I hate Higgins making him work on the weekends. He's making him work on the weekends, and I gotta say, Higgins is a little jealous. Yeah. He's totes jelly of Magnum right there because he he knows Magnum mm -hmm. is in the hot tub He's in the with, hot the tub with the ladies. Right. And Higgins is by himself in the library with a snifter of brandy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? Higgins would like to be with the ladies, but Higgins takes this job maybe a little too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference between them. That's what makes them such 
a, a lovable contrast, yeah. you might say. Point, counterpoint. I have only one more card left, and it's the card that was destroyed by the <gasps> gum. I mean, look at it. It's another smug close-up of Magnum P.I. smiling off to camera. But look at the way <laughs> the gum, it almost looks like he gave acid burns to Tom Selleck. He's been in a bad accident. The top of his face looks like a Dick Tracy villain. Crumple face or bump face or He's whatever. total crumple face right there. Yeah. Got uh, one more for us? I do have one more, and it looks like we actually have here Higgins talking to someone other than Magnum, other than Rick, okay. and other than TC. I don't think this is Rick. Oh. Uh, but he is another handsome white fellow. He does not have a stash. That is my clue that it's not Magnum. Maybe it's a villain then. It might be doesn't a villain. Have a, doesn't have a mustache. I wouldn't trust him. Ooh, you're right. And mm. Higgins looks very disgusted. This other guy is some rich yuppie asshole who I hate. <laughs> I hate him. Although, to be honest, I like his shirt. I do I like, like the shirt. shirt. I like That's the good. shirt. I think maybe they're talking about some investments gone awry. You that know, the be. Higgins estate. Maybe they made some <laughs> Maybe they invested in, in these trading cards. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh no. No wonder. They're like, I don't think this was our best move. I need to draw your attention to the back of this card because all I see is a bottom lip and some teeth. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? Purely from an avant-garde perspective, this is my favorite of the Magnum PI trading cards. The back image here. Right. I like seeing close-up of a bottom of a lip. <laughs> I think that that's really funny. That's a pretty crazy thing. And there is also a cleft chin. Like yeah. a nice cleft in that chin. I'm pretty sure this is Magnum himself. If only there were a little stash, we would know for sure. I know. Actually, that would have been the best thing yeah. to get. Yeah, close up puzzle, on the stash. Puzzle piece of just the stash. That would have been amazing. But we'll, we'll, we'll take it. Well, let's take a break. And, okay, uh, I can take it. Get that transition. Let's go launch ourselves into deep space. Let's get ready for liftoff with Buck Rogers trading cards coming up after the break. Fuck Rogers. In the 25th century. So 25th century would be 2400s. Mm Mm-hmm. So 300 years. We're getting close. Yeah. Maybe somebody listening to this 300 years in the future can tweet us through time tweeting whether or not this future comes true. Time travelers, if you're out there, tweet at us or email us using your future methods of communication. Send it to the past, whether or not the Buck Rogers future is the actual future that comes true. We're waiting. We're waiting. Yeah. Time's We're waiting t- time's for that guys. information. I am so excited to hear from you. <laughs> you can time tweet me at Lara Ingram. <laughs> yeah. You can time tweet me at Jeffrey Golden. Lara, let's do it. Let's open these All cards. Right. Here we go. Okay. I love to begin with. My childhood crush, (laughs) Gil Gerard here. Gil Gerard. Buck Rogers, he is in his space capsule, and I know that because it's an action shot of him looking out the window of said capsule, and he's wearing his space helmet. Great. And the quote at the bottom is, sorry about that, guys. So, <laughs> What did he do? What, do you, th- you know what, what? do you think he did? He cut someone off in space traffic. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that, you know, and he was a bad driver, and he didn't want any space rage. Maybe there was a little bit of space fender bender oh, there. And exactly. Like, oh, sorry about this, guys. We're going to have to trade insurance in yeah. space with this guy. So 
that's, I think, what happened there. And what's neat about this card is I like the outline of the picture. It's action, lightning bolts. Yeah, the border the definitely frame. harkens back to maybe the Buck Rogers of the 1930s, like serial era, that kind of old school sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And there's a little in the corner of the borders, there's little faces of the characters. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's like Buck Rogers, but also we have Wilma, and then we have Tweaky at the bottom left, and then bottom right... I am not sure who that is. Oh, a mystery some sort character. Of, you know, it looks like an oracle. There's some interesting headdress oh. on this person who I believe is of the female gender. Ooh. What, what does the back of the card look okay, like? Okay, the back of the card is an action shot of the three main people in color pencil outline, Buck and Wilma and Tweaky the robot. And yeah, we have some description. Quote on top, sorry about that, guys. In an unexpected move, Buck outmaneuvers the attacking pirate craft and launches a laser assault of his own. Oh, good for Buck. Yeah. This was 1979. So this was right after Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So would you say Buck Rogers is sort of a Han Solo type? Oh, completely. (laughs) Would you say he's a Han Solo knockoff? Yes, I would go so far as to say that. (laughs) But it's great because it brought you Star Wars into your home. Yeah, it wasn't the movie theater. It was the TV. I remember watching this show and loving it. Are you a fan of the original Star Wars as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which you like better. Oh, apples and oranges, Jeffrey. Yeah. I mean, you really can't compare. If I had to pick, I would pick Star Wars. It's a classic. What do you think your space hunk dreamboat would say to that? I think we just broke up. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so, sad. I'm so sorry. But, you know, apples and oranges, Buck Rogers, great show. Testament that I still remember it. And think love of it. it. And love it. Even to this day. Even to this day. So you've got Buck Rogers. Well, I've got Aaron Gray as Wilma. Mm. And I'm digging this outfit. But now she does seem very much like a Leia type. Actually, this... now that you mention it, it does look like Leia. Yeah, she does kind of look like her. But I like this outfit with the big white collar and the rainbow armband. And she's looking off kind of pensive. Maybe a little unsure of what the future has in store for her. She's worried because Buck is on a mission and she's back at command and she might be a little bit worried about how the mission is going. That's just a guess. I don't blame her because, frankly, Buck gets into a lot of scrapes. Clearly. It would be hard to be the lady in command waiting for Buck. Aaron Gray, Gil Gerard's co-star, was born and raised in Honolulu and grew up to be one of New York's most sought-after models. She got her start in the acting world with parts in Police Story and Evening in Byzantium. <laughs> Continued on card number 86, Felix Silla as Tweaky. Because I was going to say, is there really more to her backstory? Yeah, that are we, we going to have... get the full bio? But no, I think we're just getting bios of all the different actors. Born and raised in Honolulu. She's Honolulu-ish. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a Lewish. I wonder if she ran into Magnum. Maybe the two of them had a mm-hmm. thing. Maybe that's why she's so worried about Buck Rogers mm-hmm. is because when she traveled into the past and was with Magnum, he gave her cause for worry with all his boat jumping and such. Oh, yeah. So. She likes the dangerous, the bad boys. She likes the bad boys, but she's worried about them. Yeah. I don't know. It's sort of a difficult thing here. I would wonder maybe if she might find a therapist in the 25th century. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) That could help her out with that. I think so. That would be good. What's your next card there? 
Oh, boy. Okay, this is very clearly a bad guy. Oh, yeah, and he's got a name. Battle with Tiger Man. Okay, that's great. So far, so good. Yeah, and Can he is looking animalistic, if I might say. Oh, Tiger Check Man. Check out the accessories. I like that there are Tiger Men in space. You wouldn't think tigers, is, but I guess we have Thundercats. We have Thundercats. Thundercats who live and in you know, space. And, you know, we don't know everything about space. That's very Jeffrey. true. So there might be tigers in space right now as we speak. Hold on. If we listen closely, maybe we can hear them. Oh, yeah. I heard them. Yeah, I heard oh, them from yeah. deep space. The fact that we can hear that. Yeah, I know. That's you pretty know? impressive from all the way from space. What's on the back there? Maybe we get some explanation about Tigerman. Oh, yeah. Battle with Tigerman. Tigerman, one of Princess Ardala's oversized guards, cares little about the impending doom of the spaceship around him. His mission? Destroy Buck Rogers. How many characters' missions are to destroy Buck Rogers? Probably most of the characters on the show. Yes, exactly. And I bet even Tweaky at some point was. God, I hope not. But like you know, like but maybe they reprogrammed, reprogrammed him. Right? Yes. Yeah, reprogrammed him. Yes, and they turned him. I bet there that would be a good episode. Yeah, if it doesn't already exist. You could write that spec. You know? <laughs> Listen, I got a great spec for you. <laughs> Tweaky gets rebooted and reprogrammed <laughs> to go after his owner Buck Rogers. You probably don't. Oh, the original show, but hey, here we go. everything old is new again. They're remaking everything. Why not Buck Rogers? Why not Buck Rogers? It's time. It's time. We, do, we have Tarzan again. I don't want to see Tarzan again. No. I'd rather see Buck Rogers. Yeah, let's do it. This is kind of sad. It's called Remains of Yesteryear. And it's just a picture of a landscape where maybe things didn't go down too well. There might have yeah. Well, I do believe that when Buck left Earth or when he was frozen cryogenically, it was 1987. Oh, so Buck Rogers is from Oh, he's from the 80s. It's from the 80s. Oh, oh yeah. Is he like a go-go 80s <laughs> businessman? Maybe Buck needed to escape a really bad coke addiction <laughs> and he, so he hurtled fought. himself into space. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've right? heard that they do that at some of the fancier clinics. Right. I like, hear, like for celebrities. wasn't working for him. They were like close to shooting Andy Dick into space. <laughs> they were like, we, we don't have very many we, options. We've here. exploited all of our tools. <laughs> yeah. No, now we're going to send you into the 25th century. I like to see an episode where Magnum gets zapped into Buck Rogers' time. <laughs> It'd be a great crossover. Remember? What would be the equivalent of a Ferrari? Uh, not one of those space, not the ones you showed me. No, those things are clunky. They have no, no style. <laughs> no. Only a space Ferrari yeah. will do for Magnum P.I. Ooh, okay. I have to do this one because this is going to solve the mystery of the woman in the headdress who is at the bottom right of most of our cars. Who is she? I do not know, but it, it's like Aries the Ram, you know, the zodiac sign. Yeah. So it's those horns kind of on the side. Oh, look at that. There's some glitter as well, some sequins. It looks like she killed a creature from the dark crystal and <laughs> skinned it and made a hat out of it. Speaking of heads and hair and hats, you have a YouTube series that's yes. very funny. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I can. It's called Herapy. Herapy. Herapy the show. You can find it on YouTube. It is a self-help gal pal comedy set in a hair salon. Herapy stars Fawn and Dawn. Fawn and Dawn. Not to be confused. Confused with Fawn and Dawn. <laughs> Fawn and Dawn. Are those two other characters in the show? <laughs> no. And there's a lot of confusion. But that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Fawn and Dawn are from New York. 
because it's just more fun to say Fawn and Dawn right. than Fawn and Dawn. Oh, I agree. And they're hairstylists, but they're working for this kind of, you know, um, faux celebrity hairstylist here in Beverly Hills. Kevin Q is his name. But he's an evil tyrant, and he wants them to do everything like he does, and he's very abusive. And Fawn and Dawn don't just want to cut hair. Who do you tell your problems to? Your bartender, your therapist, and your hairstylist. Right. So let's say Jeffrey's coming in every six weeks for his haircut. Which I do. Which you do. Not a chance. Not a chance. I think I get like a- nice curly locks. I have like a biannual haircut, I think, (laughs) at this point. Well, then you would have a lot of problems stored up. Right. We might, I play fawn, so I might hear you saying the same thing every time you come in. And I want to be an agent of change. I want you to feel as good as you look. Thank you. So, therapy is helping people feel as good as they look and maybe saying, well, if you don't want to have this problem anymore, why don't you solve it? Why don't you fix it? Why don't you fix it? Why don't you fix your goddamn life? Fix your goddamn life. (laughs) So, we have our own issues that we want to get out from under the thumb of Kevin Q and we want to recreate ourselves and own our own salon, which is therapy salon. So, much like Buck goes off into the 25th century and wakes up there, we may or may not, you have to watch, end up in our own salon. All right, venturing into venturing that in unfamiliar and, territory. Yes, and practicing therapy. <laughs> Well, that's wonderful. I love that. I've seen a couple episodes. I think it's really fun. So I have some more to watch. You have more growing to do, Jeffrey. I think I do. We all do. Honestly. (laughs) Hey, growing can be fun. It can be fun, but it's also a lot of work, too. Uh, Being responsible. I know. Yeah, taking care of yourself, not smelling like a jerk, and (laughs) eating right so you're not fat. I know, but we can help you. I would appreciate that. And viewers at home can be helped just by going to YouTube. Yeah. Looking up Harapy the series. Yeah. And they should. They better. And they will. Oh, yeah. And speaking of things that we will do, it's time for trades. Trades. There's no like trade song, but there we probably really should be. We really need to make be. one. Yeah, I think there should be. There's fertile ground for trade here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see any Magnum PI cards that catch your fancy? Why, yes, I do, Jeffrey. I used to be a bit of a runner myself, although I didn't run topless. Right. But that might have helped my cause. (laughs) Um, Certainly would have attracted attention to your exercise. I like the one where he's running in those little short shorts. Oh, yeah. Well, this is a hot hot guy Mm -hmm. here. Look at that. Well, I do think that headdress ladies, the Oracle is pretty cool. What do you say? Can Can we make a trade on Oracle for running Tom? I think we can because the Oracle will help you with all of your growth that's right issues and tom will inspire you to exercise <laughs> yes so, well thank you for coming out today and trading some cards with me this was a lot of fun absolutely thanks for having me thank you to meltdown comics they've got books by my publishing company the devastator here comedy books funny books featuring authors and folks from the daily show the onion adult swim really great comedy books this has been two packs a week Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week. That's T-W-O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. 
boy, it's pretty crazy. It doesn't seem like there's any other character in these cards besides Magnum P.I., which is, to the credit of Donruss, that is what you want. If you're a yeah. fan like this, what you want is a bunch of pictures of Magnum P.I. It's not called Higgins. It's not called Higgins, although there was, I believe, a brief spinoff, uh, Higgins. <laughs> oh, yes. Higgins. Yeah. Do, 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 do. With the Higgins. brandy snifter and the library. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.